BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Last Resort Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? Oh. That's good. It's oh. good. It's good. Let me just say this. <laughs> Small Ed. Big douche. <laughs> Huge douche. He is, and it's nothing new. I mean, who's surprised? No one? Exactly. For a second, and I don't know what it says about me. Maybe I'm just getting desensitized. By small ad? By all of the nonsense we're watching. By Sarper, <laughs> by small ad. Don't talk shit about Sarper. <laughs> by, he's, he's amazing. By Brandon, by Rat. Like, uh, so many douches grace mm. our screen on a weekly basis. That I feel like I get desensitized. And then right when I feel numb to it all, here comes Bigot on a boat just being king of the douche. He is the king of the douche. He's always been. And I don't know why you forgot about it. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, I think I'm getting desensitized. But yeah, this episode was a clear reminder why Smollett is hated. What always fascinates me is that he will never do better than Liz, right? There is no freaking way that anyone... I forget looks. He's just a douche. Who's yeah. going to stand him, right? The unfortunate fact is, and I don't know how you want to gauge better or worse than whatever, the fact that he is a television personality, whether it's better or worse, he can do other, right? And And the idea of other is so exciting to people something else is out there someone else is out there and so i don't know that he values his relationships because i'm sure his inbox is flooded with people but he's a caricature there it is <laughs> <laughs> he's a caricature so i i think his inbox might be full but i don't think it's like oh my gosh ed i'm in love with you you have such a nice personality you're such a great guy like, no, there's no way it would be clout chasers if anything it'd be someone who just wants the story 
wants the photo, mm. but he doesn't care. In his mind, he's getting this attention. That's all he seeks is attention, which is why someone like him loves a strip club because in his own diluted mind, those strippers aren't being paid to dance on him. He thinks they want to dance on him. I guess. He thinks the world revolves around him. Everyone loves him. And he can do no wrong. I think he's trying to be Danny DeVito. Oh. But I love Danny DeVito. I hate small ads. I don't think Danny DeVito, yes, maybe similar in stature. Because Danny, think about it. Danny DeVito is... As a smaller build, right? Yeah. He's in all these comedies. He's a guy who loves to make other people laugh. Small mm. Ed is attempting that, but he's a douche on top of it. And that's just all he, even let's say he is funny, right? I don't think he is, but let's say he is. He's such a big douche that he masks it all by being a douche. I hate to even shit on our Lord and Savior, Michael Scott, but... What, Don't. But you make a good comparison between Small Ed and Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito and the fact that, yes, Small Ed wants to entertain. Small Ed wants to be the funniest in the room. He wants to be the center of attention. Michael Scott goes to improv <laughs> and he whips out a gun, right? In every scenario, oh, what could top a gun? Nothing. He immediately escalates. That's what Big Ed does is he immediately, what's the douchiest thing I can do so that all eyes are on me? Even if they're fighting, they're fighting about me. He just escalates. I dare you taking our <laughs> Gordon Savior shout out to fall. <laughs> Michael Scott. I totally thought you actually butchered that. No, it's it's the fall, guys. Gord and Savior. Small Ed kind of does look like a Gord. Um, <laughs> oh, give me credit for that pun. I, I, I was going to okay, okay, give me credit for the real pun. quick. John and I, we went to buy gourds. We went to buy pumpkins. Yes. I did not know that a pumpkin is a gourd. Eh, same family. I didn't know that. Yeah. And we went and what did you say? Well, the pumpkin patch was at a church. Yes. And shout out to the G's. Sh shout out to the big J. <laughs> And we were just moseying around, no pun intended, um, <laughs> <laughs> just moseying around the pumpkin patch and noticing like all these church sayings and religious sayings. And I said, praise the gourd. <laughs> and Teresa was like, huh, I don't, I don't really get it. And I was like, well, gourd, Lord, pumpkin, you know. And so now she's trying to steal my thunder. Praise the gourd. Uh, yeah. But would you say gourd? Uh, oh. Gordon Savior. Oh, I thought you were say Gordon Gecko, and then What's that? Gordon, Gordon Bombay. Shout out to the Mighty Ducks. Anyways, no, uh, Michael Scott, our Gord and Savior, the full edition. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we will not talk about Michael Scott. Unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, he may make a, a cameo here and there this episode, but we're here to talk about Ninety Day, the Last Resort. Before we do, real quick, a little business. We're on Supercast. We're on Patreon. We're over there talking about 90 Day the Other Way. The yes. aforementioned Sarper and Brandon. Sarper. All those other characters. Such a great season. So if <laughs> you want to hear our thoughts on the other way, you can do it. Just sign up for Patreon or Supercast. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality or Married to Reality.Supercast.com. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram for all the latest updates, all the latest memes. That's right. We're 
back in the meme game. Yes. Look at you, John. So check us out on Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod. Also message us there. Call in. Share your thoughts. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Look down. Smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the giant chest. Because I would love huh. to play it. It reminded me of Harry Potter movie one. All right. The OG. You guys, the OG, you guys who are fans know what I'm talking about. All right. So smash like it says, how does that? And last but not least, if you guys haven't left a review, please do. And later in this episode, you may hear an ad for our new sponsor, Babyfoot. Babyfoot. Shout out to Babyfoot. Shout out to my feet that are peeling right now. And if you leave a review in the next day, what, two, three weeks? If you leave a review between now and November 15th, yes. screenshot it, send it to us on Instagram at Mary Reality Pod, and you'll be entered to win some Babyfoot product. We're going to pick three lucky winners randomly. We'll put all the reviews into a randomizer. We'll pick three lucky winners, and you guys will get some Babyfoot product. Yeah, and guys, it's great. It's It truly is great. I was wearing the booties. The and last I can't time we wear, recorded. Yes, and I cannot wear the. I cannot wait to wear the booties again. I'm serious. I'm loving it so much. Yeah, I never. I love foot peels, but this one's the bomb. This I, one's the best. I never did a foot peel before, Teresa. You've done several, um, so I don't know what to expect. And let me just say, Teresa's jealous because my feet are peeling and hers are yet to peel. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the peel, but it's coming man i can already feel i can already feel it it's coming it's coming so So yeah guys please do that and i'm gonna add if you have left a review in the past that's okay you can do it again yeah so leave us a review and screenshot it and you'll be entered for the baby foot yes guys do it all right do it that's the business Let's do it. The reason we're here, 90 Day The Last Resort, Season 1, Episode 11. I think it's I think it's the penultimate. I think it's second to last. I think Is one it? more episode, and then we get D-Day, Decision Day. Wait, so D-Day is not next week? I think D-Day is next week. That's what I'm saying. I think this is the second to last. Uh, uh, uh. What we're about to discuss is second to so last. So no tell-all? I don't think so. What's coming next? Family Chantel? I think it's FC. Uh, yeah. Aren't they done with this yet? This will be the last season. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> so here we go. Episode 11. And it's literally, it is life-size chess. It is. When, and I loved it. When Ed is playing. <laughs> it wouldn't be life-size if I was playing. But for small Ed, big douche, life-size chess. Yeah. So they're playing. I was surprised that he knew how to play. Who knows if he knows how to play? I know. He's probably like, I'm the king. You can be probably. The I'm the king. You be yeah. the queen. So they're playing, talking about last night, right? Ed went to the strip club, and Liz went out with the girls. Ed goes to one strip club, gets a little attention, and now he's got his backwards hat on, <laughs> sunglasses. On. He's date Ed right now, <laughs> right? Didn't you notice his vibe totally changed? I didn't, but <laughs> that sounds like date Ed. Yeah. Well, He's asking Lisa, he's like, well, did you see any cute guys? And Lisa's like, yeah, like the bartender was cute. And Ed is like, your type? She's like, no. I'm like, why do you talk about stuff like this? Like, I would never be like, John, how was last night out of your friends? Anyone cute? 
Like, what's questioning well, this Well, because, because you have self-confidence. That is, that's coming from a place of, I don't totally trust you. I want to see what mm. you'll say. I need you to validate me. I'm you, usually like, John, any gossip you want to share? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> any gossip you Spill have? it. Spill it. Spill the tea. That's what, whatever, whenever I go out with friends, tea's always like, make sure you get some gossip when you come back. <laughs> I do that. And I just wait for him. Like, <laughs> share with me right now. <laughs> so, yeah, they're talking about the strip club and the, the timeout. And small ads like, Liz, why did you give me permission to even go to this strip club? Like, why were you okay with that? And her response you are in a peer pressure situation. That's literally the dumbest reasoning <laughs> I've ever. You grow up with your parents being like, "If everyone jumps off a bridge, doesn't mean you're gonna jump off." And Liz would be like, "Yeah." Literally. <laughs> Speaking of parents, we have my parents still with us. They're <laughs> sleeping. They're sleeping. Well, resting, resting their bodies. Mm-hmm. We fed them very well tonight. Yeah. My mom said she won't be able to move for a while, so resting. But yes, that's a good, good point. Peer pressure. Um, yeah. Listen, okay. Liz, and I. F- there's a part of me that I feel bad because I said it before, I'm going to say it again. When we met Liz, when she was not into small ed, she was such a nice girl, such a girl filled with life, Living her best life, trying yeah. to become a manager. She's in the service industry, just all smiles, waiting on tables. Now she looks miserable. Miserable. She's pale. She doesn't look happy. It's like, no, she looks swollen, meaning like she didn't get a lot of sleep because she probably can't sleep. She keeps thinking who he cheated on where. Like, she just does not look healthy. And not she at all. used to look like a really nice, beautiful girl. Yeah. Right? Isn't it sad? Yeah. Well, okay. So this that's, the, that's the side effects of small ed. He is, he is why I was like, man, she's either like, I forgot the, there's a term when no matter how shitty the person is to you. that you Stockholm st- syndrome. Yes. Thank you. Because then small, she was like, yeah, like I'm okay Stocky with syndrome. it. <laughs> I'm okay with it because, you know, you, you called and you told me and small it says, well, it was Joey's idea. He's like, he's like, you know, I should, you should call less. And less is like, well, but still. Yeah. Like, he literally tells her like, she's praising the gourd. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> this is, is going to be great. Ha- shout out to October. She's praising him for something he did. Then he tells her, it wasn't even my idea. I just did it because someone else suggested it. And she keeps praising him. Yeah, it's peer pressure. Um, <laughs> speaking of Jovi, here's, okay, here's my downfall as a, as a human. Small Ed calls Yara and Jovi the cardboard couple. And I'm just what like. What does it even mean? I'm just like, that's amazing. I'm in. Uh, team cardboard couple. I love it. Like, I'm a sucker for alliteration. I'm a sucker for just naming couples like that and i don't agree i don't think because small ed's whole thing was well they're all about appearances more than anything they're about appearances so they're the cardboard couple which i think just means it's all surface there's nothing Mm. underneath it but it's like pot calling the kettle cardboard ed because you're all about what's on the outside yeah there's nothing inside you that's a great point and that's like what's wrong with yara wanting to look pretty i mean she does but they also 
I like that she gets real. Like she gets funny, she gets sad, she gets real about things, right? So the fact that she looks pretty and she dresses well has nothing to do with them doing whatever as a couple. But you all have seen them go through some shit. So they're not, it's not like they're putting out a persona being like, oh my gosh, our life is perfect. We're but I think awesome. that's what they're talking about. I, yeah, but yeah. that's not who they are. But yes, I think Smollett is talking about the aesthetic, the physical appearance of Joey and Yara, but I also think he's talking about they don't want to show any cracks. They want to parade around like they're the perfect couple. Forget looks. They want to parade around as the cardboard couple, Barbie and Ken, who's just perfect. Have They have no struggles. But they're not. No, they're not. That's why they're the last resort. Yeah, exactly. Plus, Yara's always talked about how she's annoyed by Joey Wanted to go out all the time. Joey hanging out with strippers. Joey doing this. Joey doing that. Like, they've never been the perfect couple. I always feel like if anyone is trying to portray themselves as the perfect couple, it's Andre and... What's her name? Libby. Libby. They always try, like, the perfect family, the perfect couple. Like, I stand by my husband no matter what. Like, that's them. Yeah. Um, then Liz asks about Oswalu, and Smollett takes his side. Smollett was basically making your argument that you made last week, and I was like, ah, I don't nah. know about this argument. You were like, hey, eh, he deserves to have a good time, right? Smollett was basically saying, like, yeah, Oswalu needs to move on. So, like, good for him going to the strip club, getting his eyes on another woman because he needs to move on because this relationship is over. Doomed. Liz knows the full story. But she's doing the right thing. She's keeping her lips sealed until Kalani decides to tell everyone what's actually been happening. Yeah, I'm glad that she's not a shitty person like Small Ad. Totally, totally. Small Ad would probably like, oh. he would have gone live and tell everyone. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and and then like, he would charge money for it. He'd be like, uh, are you 18? If you're 18, send me a dollar and we can chat. It was so <laughs> creepy. So creepy. So the whole gang has gone like a bit of a booze cruise. Michael is in tow on the iPad. That's that's so funny. The whole thing was hilarious. Yeah. So Just passing Michael around. It's their last group check-in before the final. The decision day. The recommitment ceremony. Yeah. Yes. And so Michael on the iPad is walking with everyone saying, Joey, you got me into trouble. <laughs> and Joey's like, Michael. I told Angela that it's all good. You basically popped in and popped out. You didn't want to have anything to do with this, right? Yeah. And Angela said, yeah, good, because Michael ended up sending me the screenshots of the phone log. The only issue with Michael's defense is he could have hung up. No one was, like, forcing him. But he did. Sure. But Joe was like, oh, yeah, he looked away. He said, don't show me those boobies. I'll want to suck on them. I've been sucking on my mom's till I was nine years old, right? Like, <laughs> you, you could have hung up, Michael. And he did immediately. <laughs> he did. He did. It's, um, I think he was obligated to, hey, friends are calling. Let me at least tell them that I don't want to do this. Also, and this is going real behind the scenes probably, production was probably like, hey, if Jovi or uh, if someone calls you from the last resort, you have to answer. Like, we have to yeah. film content. And so I'm sure producers are like, when Jovi calls, you have to answer. We need a story here. For sure. So 
There was one couple missing from the booze cruise. Kalani, Kalani and Asuelo. Kalani called an emergency therapy session. Yes. With? Dr. Janie. Dr. Janie. And, and Dr. Jason. I forgot their names because they haven't been featured in a while. It's been a few episodes. They just let them run around freely, everyone. It's been a just few. Just going, going wild, so. So, okay. It's Dr. Janie, Dr. Jason, Kalani and Asuelo. Yes. And... Kalani wants to break the news, has to break the news. Good. About Dallas's last minute vacation. Well, she says that she hasn't seen Asuelo since Dallas flew in and it's time to tell him. And so she comes clean, but she opens up. But, well, Asuelo, I saw Asuelo deleting messages and I'm glad she added this. She goes like, it could have been innocent. I'm not blaming him. Yeah. But for me, it was a trigger to Asuelo cheating freaking 59 times. And so she goes like, at that moment, I realized that I don't trust him and I will never trust him. And there is someone else I do trust, someone else who's there for me. So she unblocked Dallas and Dallas literally flew in yeah that was the moment of realization of her yeah every time i see this guy on his phone i'm gonna wonder who is he texting what is he doing this is no way to live my life yeah i really like i really liked for whatever reason that she said it could have been innocent that she just doesn't throw him under her bus because she didn't know and i like that she said that i think it just shows that it is a real reality tv Put the real in it because, well, yeah. If I don't even know if it has to do with real or not, it has to do with this is that it's even worse that she's admitting it could have been nothing, but it made me feel something. So that's the worst part. And that's the part where she's realizing, oh, every time he picks up his phone from here on out, I'm going to wonder who is he talking to? So, it didn't matter if he was or wasn't. It was the reaction she was getting and having to him on his phone that she realized, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I, I'm going to call Dallas. I'm going to talk to Dallas. And she did. And I think that was shitty. And and who are we to say what's shitty and what's not at this point in this relationship? I don't but think it was shitty. This is a little shitty. It's a little shitty because they are at the retreat and... They're trying to work things out. But I think this is what I think she should have done. She should have had this conversation and then have him come in. 100%. And I don't necessarily think this is what she was doing. But a lot of people want to make sure the safety net is there before they rip the bandaid, before they jump out of the plane or do it. Like maybe she wanted to know that Dallas would come running. Before she got a divorce. Well, and she also saw, she breaks the news to Asuelo about what happened. And she tells us, and she's like, well, uh, Dallas decided to come in. And I thought we're going to go. We're going to talk about how we feel. We're going to figure things out, right? Ugh, What's no, going you didn't. on? No, you didn't. You didn't just fly across the country to bang. Uh, really? What are you talking about? Wait, what? You think you just flew to Florida to bang her? It could have been an email. Could have been a text, could have been a FaceTime. The only reason you would fly to Florida is to get physical. No, 
I think he flew to Florida because he loves her and he did not want her to get back with Asuelo. And all right, the banging spider it. But I don't think that's why he flew all the way here. Okay. It's freaking seven hours. Okay. Wait. Well, it's to Miami. <laughs> I don't think anywhere in America is seven hours, but. It's far. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you're coming to have sex. You're not coming to have a conversation. You could have. He could have waited for her to come back. She's almost done with this thing. I think I. I don't think you're totally wrong. I think yes, he wanted to have the conversation. But I also think he wanted to show that hey, I'm into you. I don't want you to get back with Asuelo. Let me prove. Let me prove myself. I'm gonna come. We'll talk, and I guess we'll bang. But. He, okay, here is what it is. He showed up for her. That's what Azul's never done before. Yeah, Azul I still think never it's, showed up for her, and he did. I think it's inappropriate. And again, who are we to say? I think this is, I the, don't the, think, this, is this is the most inappropriate place to show up for someone is when you're at a place trying to reconcile with your husband. I agree, but if the person breaks down with multiple people about Azul cheating 12 plus times... I think it's okay for her to do this. But are, I know it's then, don't, then don't go. Then don't go to the retreat. Because are was you there she, to try to make it work? Or are you there to just get one more TLC paycheck and then go bang down? I think she did. But she realized that she gets she gets PTSD from Asuelo's cheating. Yeah, well, I, I have think, PTSD every time I see a hotel room wall now. Thanks to Asuelo. <laughs> I think she's tried. I think they had fun. I think they got a little closer. But she ultimately realized that I cannot live my life and be jumping every single time he touches the phone or I agree. his phone rings. I agree. So this all comes out and Asuelu just so defeated goes, you want to divorce me? And Kalani can't even muster up the, the strength to say the word. She just nods her head. Yeah. It was like pretty heartbreaking just seeing her like, not her. She didn't even want to say yes. Well, she said it, and then it was also beautiful in a way. She's like, I will always have love for Asuelo. He's the father of my children, but we're more friends. Like, we yeah. talk. He's like, I love talking to him, and he's there for, or he's trying to be there for the kids at least, but she's like, let's stay friends. Let's save what we have, which is friendship, some sort of a friendship. And let's take it from there. Yeah, and that's what Dr. Cheney says too. Is like, hey, there's some time left at this retreat. We can focus on how to co-parent for the remaining time. And that's good. Like, I find it interesting, but there are couples who they divorce ended up being friends, and now they're friends with their new partner. It's like, yeah, it, it's you know, people are not meant for everyone, and maybe sometimes you realize, like, shit. I mean, this person's awesome, but we're friends. It's probably the best thing you can do for the kids. Exactly. And I feel like for Kalani, she's like, we got to end it now when we're still in a good place. Because if we keep it going, it's going to get nastier. And then what? Like, we're going to have restraining orders. The kids are going to be affected. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a good place to take a break. All right. Come back, we'll head back to the boat, and things are going to go wild. The blue screws? Yeah, go hydrate, go to the bathroom, listen to to our thoughts on Babyfoot, because, whew. Whew, show me your feet. uh, Maybe I'll let you pick at them during the break. But (laughs) we'll we'll take a 
Quick break. We'll tell you about our sponsors for this episode, and we'll be back in a second. Guys, I'm just going to come out and say it. John's feet look better than ever. Go on. Well, you all know how John loves to talk about how beautiful his feet are. And now I have to agree. Thanks to our new sponsor, Babyfoot, his feet are peeling. And I don't know what it says about me, but I love it. And I want to peel them for him. Hands off my feet, <laughs> Teresa. She's just jealous because her feet haven't started peeling yet. Sad, but true. Give it time. Your feet aren't as beautiful as mine. They're probably <laughs> a little dry, but will be peeling in no time. And guys, your feet can be peeling in no time too. That's right, people. Right now, you can save 20% on America's number one selling foot peel by using promo code M2R. That's M, the number two, R, at babyfoot.com to save 20% of your order. Yes, just use promo code M2R at babyfoot.com to save 20% off right now. And it gets even better. We've partnered with Babyfoot to do a free giveaway for you guys. Just leave us a review on Apple or wherever you listen to the show. Screenshot the review and message it to us on Instagram at MarriedToRealityPod between now and November 15th. When you message us, let us know if you want a male or female foot peel. It's that easy, guys. Leave a review, screenshot it, and send it to us on Instagram by November 15th. We'll randomly pick three lucky winners to win free product from Babyfoot. So thank you to Babyfoot for sponsoring this podcast and for allowing us to do this giveaway. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And we're back. Hello, peeling Jonathan. You're so jealous. <laughs> I really am. I think I think yours will start soon. I can't wait to start peeling. <laughs> um, okay, in, in due time, Teresa. Don't okay. rush. Don't rush it. So we're back on the boat. Back on the boost cruise. The strip club is the topic of conversation. Uh, Jovi and Michael are going back and forth. Jovi's taking Michael's side. Saying he was trying to respect you, Angela. He wanted to get off the phone. And Yara is like, why didn't you, Jovi? I wish you respected me that much, Jovi. That's what she says. Yes. So then Yara kind of goes to small and she's like, small ass. Apparently you touched everything and everyone. And so did as well. Jovi was the only mm-hmm. good guy. <laughs> yeah, Jovi told me you all misbehaved and touched the strippers. Yeah, and then there was this moment I'm like, what the fuck just happened? When Michael wanted to talk to Jovi f- for literally no reason. So Jovi's trying to get the iPad. Yara's talking to him. He's like, shut up. I'm talking to Michael. Yeah. That was really bad. I thought that was going to be the moment where shit went down. But like that was just the start of it. Yeah, but... Don't talk to her like no. that. No. She's your wife. Like, Don't I would- talk to anyone like that. There's so many bad words in the English language. Shut up to me is like two of the worst. It is. 
It's, it is. It's so aggressive and dismissive. And yeah, I really don't like it. Um, I, if you told me shut up, I would be very, very mad at you. I would in this moment tell Smollett to shut up because he literally goes, while this is all happening, Yara, can you ask Jovi who he was texting last night? Ugh. It's like you're 100% doing everything you can to start shit. He gets smaller and smaller. Smaller and smaller. Such a small ad. So small. Such a such a small ad. Like, there is no other reason. You don't care about Yara. You don't like the cardboard couple. So it's not like she's your best friend and you're trying to have her back. You're just trying to start shit. And you're like, yeah. ask your husband who he was texting last night. Well, he keeps going. He's like, he texted a stripper. Some Wasn't stripper it? in Jamaica. Yeah, some stripper he took to Jamaica. He was texting her to come out with us. Yara's like, who did you... Not the stripper you traveled with. For some reason, Yara thinks they went to Costa Rica, but it was Jamaica. Oh, one of the Caribbean islands. But Joey's just like, I just asked, hey, what club do you work at? I want to show these guys a good time. It's always good to know somebody. I would be so mad at you. Yes. Like, that is one thing to go to a strip club. I would be like, all right, hopefully all the women are not the girls next door. That's my type. Exactly. Yeah. I'm hoping they all are like hitting Here's, the gym, muscly, tan. I've been thinking about this a lot. Since, Why? Since you we, need to go? No, no, no. Because since we got into this debate and a lot of our friends called in, we're like, did John lose his strip club privileges? And I've been thinking about this a lot. You are. <laughs> That's concerning. But sure. No, 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 no. My, my argument for what I would look for at a strip club. Because versus, I am not a girl's next door. I, think I am you, not. I think you are. I'm not. Have you met me? In, I think you are in in a universal sense. You are like a really attractive girl next door. But you're not fake, right? You're not implanted out. You're not over the top. (laughs) (laughs) You're not over the top makeup, right? Like that's what I mean by like girl next, more natural. Okay. So. How would you feel if I told you that, like, oh, yeah, my fantasy is the complete opposite of you? Wouldn't you be like, oh, well, then why are you with me? Why don't you be with someone who you're attracted to? So for me to be like, yeah, I'm more into, like, natural, like, girl next door types, shouldn't that make you feel good? Because that's what... That's your type in women, which is fun. That's why you have me. I have a type in guys, too. That's you. I like people who are interested, interesting looking, like, a very hard way, which is you. (laughs) It's just you, my love. Good save, yeah. It is true. You, you're you not like a basic looking dude. You don't, you're not. Okay. But. But my thing is like, if you go to a strip club. All of a sudden I have to, to have, all of a sudden I have to be attracted to something I'm not normally attracted to? I don't want you to be attracted to them. I don't want, I, you, I don't want you to go to the strip club. Well, that's just a waste like, of money. Ooh, it's a bad investment. This is, this is like tea, but with big boobs and better hair and a lot of makeup. Like, I don't want that. I want to be like, okay, boobs, <laughs> boobs bought on something that I'm not attracted to. Cool. Here's my dollar. That's huh. what I want. All doesn't right. It, doesn't it make sense? Not actually? really. It makes a lot of sense. Not really. Like if you if you were like oh yeah when I go to the strip club I want to see Sarper like and you were like really into that I look. would literally be like I do want to see someone like Sarper because I'm not attracted to him at I know all. that well, I don't want to look at that then show if I'm me not that a, penis but if I'm not attracted to it I don't want to see it it's on a stage on a stage or in my bed because it's funny 
It's fun. Sure. I'm not. I'm not going there to be like. Oh my gosh, this this is the love of my life. Let's forget about John. I'll be like, hey, this is something I would not want, but fun. Okay. I you guess don't get that? I thought I was going to make a good argument. Again, Colin. No, you're, want- ca- you're not. I am making a good <laughs> argument. That's yeah, why I, you I, lost, I hear your argument. That's why you lost the privileges. <laughs> because you argument. approached it the wrong way. I hear your argument. You did. Guys, if you're listening and you want to talk to your girls, go my way. This way, they'll be like, absolutely, here are $10 in cash, change, change. Use it for <laughs> Just the Just throw quarters at the, the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, back to Jovi. John, John, however, will back, never go. Back to Jovi. Let's give Jovi shit. Now I'm getting collateral shit because of Jovi. Um, <laughs> so Yara's like, what is so bad about your relationship that you always have to hang out with strippers, right? And- Things are getting so heated on this boat, but the comic relief is just Angela, pat like maneuvering that iPad <laughs> to keep Michael in the loop to keep him updated. She was like, she was like watching a tennis match with that iPad, just keeping Michael up to date. I loved it so much. It was great, and it's weird, but we know Angela. We know Angela just she just beat it somewhat up. On this season, minus the one issue she had with Liz when she had her face, right? Angela's been pretty good. Well, Michael's not there. No, but like she's been, she's been good to people. Like she's been there for the ladies. That's actually minus that whole thing again. The whole thing with Liz was freaking scary, but they they're fine now. So. Angela's been good. Now she has Michael involved. Left, right, left, right. I love it. So things keep getting heated. Keep getting heated. Finally, they reach a boiling point. And Yara throws her drink on Jovi. Classic. Classic boat move. Boat move. A la family Libby. Uh. It's a classic boat move. And Angela hands off Michael to small Ed. Because she's going to go comfort Yara, as you yeah. said. Like, she is taking on this, like, mother hen approach. She is. And don't let's not forget that Yara doesn't like her. And Angela did not like Yara either. Yeah. And they're probably not going to like what I'm about to say. But it kind of looked like mother and daughter when <laughs> she was comforting And her. it was good. I'm like, I don't think Angela's the worst person. Oh, boy. I think she has a temper and a certain personality that she yeah. just tries to be tough all the time. But then she's a pretty you, bad person. Oh, she sucks. But you see moments like this, and she can be a good person to someone that she knows Yara doesn't like her. Yeah. Come on. She yeah. knows that. And she still is like, this is shitty. Let me go make sure she's okay. Yeah. Here's the thing she likes Jovi too, because if this was anyone else, she would be yelling oh, yeah. at the guys so much. But she's still like, Jovi, we love you. But you, uh, you know, what's up with the strip clubs? Yeah. So Yara ends up coming back and wants to see Jovi's phone. She, want, she wants to see what he texted. What did he say exactly? And Jovi's like, enough. You threw a drink in my face. We're even. But Yara is so distraught. Like, this to me is so real. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you had told me, like, this season of 90 Day to Last Resort, 
Jovi and Yara get into. Like, I don't know if I would have bought it. Like, oh, Jovi goes to a strip club. Watching this, seeing Yara's distress, her tears, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is real, and this is not something that is new to the relationship. This is not a new argument or disagreement yeah. for them. Like, this this goes back, and, and apparently it does because Yara knows of this mm-hmm. Jamaican stripper. Jovi says he hooked up with her. Jovi yeah. tells Jovi tells the camera he hooked up with her. Why else would you take a stripper to Jamaica for well, two weeks to what? Here's to here. share two rooms and go to dinner at the beach to play volleyball. Well, strippers aren't prostitutes, so let's clear that up. I'm not saying they're prostitutes, but so, I think it's like, oh, I'm attracted to you. Hey, you want to go to Jamaica with me? Well, I think they dated basically. My whole defense before Jovi came out and said, "Yeah, I've hooked up with her." My whole defense was. Strippers are people too. You can have friends who are girls. And so he was just friends with this stripper, right? Her her occupation just happened to be exotic dancer, just as if someone else's occupation was veterinarian. But like, you can still be friends with them (laughs) until you tell me you hooked up with them. If you told me that, even before you met me, it's like, yeah, I had this really good girlfriend, girl who was a friend. And I took her on a vacation to Jamaica just as friends. I would not buy it. There's got to be more. It had to have been a group. You don't take a friend on a two-week-long vacation to a romantic place where Bob Marley was just living his best life. I don't think Jamaica's that romantic. I've never been, but I don't think it's... It's it's the Caribbean, blue ocean. You're right, sandals. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sandals, sandals, Jamaica. Uh, Shout out to Michael Scott and Jan. Um, (laughs) When he came back with that little... The little braid in the beard. It's like feeling hot, hot, hot. (laughs) Try try to send it to Pac-Man. Can we watch The Office after we're done podcasting, Absolutely, absolutely. Um... I would, I, if I had to put money on it, Jovi, call in. I think it was a group vacation. I don't think he was one-on-one with this girl. I but don't know. I could be wrong. Either way, he hooked up with her, so now it's wrong. Like, sorry, man. You can't text a girl that you hooked up with when you're trying to go out to a strip club with your guys. Like, that crosses While the line. While you are on a retreat yes. to fix your relationship. Yes. If your relationship was strictly platonic... Then I think it's fine. But the fact that you hooked up with her, there's something more there. No, that's a no-no. So yeah. things are getting tense. And then, again, small ed, big douche, out of nowhere just goes, Jovi, why don't you explain to your daughter where you were? And that's where he crossed the line. If Jovi didn't value the TLC check so much... He would have absolutely clocked him in the face. Well, they got in. Someone got in between. They had them. a boat bouncer. Yeah, and because Je- Joey was like, "I will fuck you up, Smallhead." He should um, have. Like he that, should have. Never bring someone's children into. Yeah, a and fight. I'm glad that Yara. Yara was like, "Smallhead, thanks for telling me all this, but do not ever bring my daughter into any of yeah. this mess. It's just that's just fucking wrong." And I think it. Yara got to small eye because all of a sudden, for the first time, I felt like he was being genuine. He was like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Well, I think. The, for like a hot second, he, he was being genuine. He realized he crossed a huge line. A huge line. Which is like, yeah, don't talk about someone else's children. Yeah, and Liz is like, shut up. Like, shut up. Well, and then he go, 
here's what she goes she tells the cameras yeah he like he doesn't know when to shut up like i'm trying to have his back he keeps going i'm like okay so you tell him shut up but you're trying to have his back you should just be like hey ah let's take it easy let's walk away like or i don't want to say to step in for him because he was wrong well that's what she but did she, though that's yes, what she but did. How do you step in for so? Yes, she did. But then she you- tried. She physically tried to get in between Smallhead and Jovi, and that's what set Smallhead off. Was like, hey, I can fight my own fights. Yes, yes. But then she was like, shut up, just shut up. That's not like if you're trying to have someone's back, you can be like, hey, Ed, like maybe you this you cross the line, get your point, cross the line. Let's walk away. Let's go. On the other side of the boat, right? Yeah. Uh, they just are so like, oh, shut up. No, you shut up. And then she's like, I'm trying to have his bag. I'm like, I don't know. Don't. Are you? I, yeah, don't. First of all, don't. But second of all, are you trying to have his bag? It's a while, losing team. Well, telling him shut up like five times. Like, I don't know how that's having someone's back. No. So they finally reach shore. Jovi takes off well the captain is like don't leave the boat just yet. don't know. leave the pantoon i almost wonder if that was like edited in post well it wasn't but i think they want to dock first because move they, they can bump they can bump people can fall right yeah. they want to they want to dock and Jove is like fuck that he just jumped off he jumps off then we cut to Aswale, who's packing his things he's gonna stay for the last session because he wants to learn to co-parent. But he's packing up. I think he wants to make a quick exit as soon as it's over. Yeah. So Kalani comes in. They hug. And she's like, I think, you know, for everyone's sake, we should get a divorce right away. And Asro just tells the camera. It's like, yeah, it's all my fault. Like, yeah, I know. I cheated so many times. Like, I fucked up. I'm like, I think, as is my own opinion, you can agree or disagree I think they've been literally on the verge of divorce for a long time. So this oh, yeah. is not news to him because he gets very emotional. And this was almost like, all right, yes, a reminder. I know. I know we're getting a divorce. I know we tried to try, but I know you told me that we we're done. So I think he made peace with it a long time ago. I think you have to. And also, I've probably said it before, if you've, cheated on someone 12 times you don't love them you don't care about them you don't value the relationship so i think he was probably heartbroken it stings to hear someone wants to divorce you the reality is setting in. we're gonna have to co-parent he's upset but i don't think you love someone who you've cheated on a dozen times i agree so they do seem like friends like when they hugged i was like this seems like two friends hugging but here is why I think they've been friends for a while. Yeah. I think they've been like this for a while. Just literally be like, I can't be with you, but we have kids. Let's work on the friendship. And they have been. Yeah. So, okay. Then we get to Jovi in his room. He's uh, having a drink. I don't know if he's got a bartender hidden in his closet or something. But he like, the minute he walks into his room, someone like hands him a drink or something. He walked over with a drink. Oh, he probably stopped at the bar. So Joby's in there. Yara comes in and she wants Joby to explain what really happened. And his excuse is, hey, I was looking to show the guys a good time. 
I wasn't trying to hook up with anyone. I wanted to show these guys how we get down. So just go to the strip club. Why do you need to text a stripper I mean, if I'm, you go to a place with strippers? I'm always down for a guest list. I'm always down for a free bar tab. Like I, I don't. Unless she has like three boobs or two vaginas or something special. There are other it, girls. It's not about the girl. If this If this dancer works at this club and says, I can get you guys in for free. I can get you guys an open tab. So now, no, now there's a, now we're saving hundreds of dollars. So like there's something to that, but again, you have to ignore that possibility. If you've hooked up with this girl, because it's going to cause more trouble than it's worth. She could save you $5,000. It's not going to save you $5,000 worth of headache when Yara finds out. Well, Yara, and this was very real too, to me. She got, She also got very emotional saying, why do you want to see a stripper? She's like, I'm not that ugly. Not even ugly. Like, why? Like, I take care of myself. I had a kid, but I go to the gym every day. I, I do it all for him and it's not enough. She's like, I'm so insecure and him talking to a stripper is just not helping. And I feel for her because... We look at Yara and she's a beautiful girl. Yeah. Right? She you can tell she works on herself. But her saying this out loud b- while crying, while she was really gasping for words. Yeah, That's how sad. you know that it's like this wasn't rehearsed. That's not something she practiced with Jove. This yeah. was something that was like, oh shit, it just happened to me. I need to get my thoughts out. And the most poignant thing she said was, we came here to work on a relationship. Yeah. You're texting strippers. Those two things are at odds with each other. So they're dealing with that. And then cut to Big Douche's room. Small Ed. Small Ed's room. Ed's still mad at Liz because she stepped in to defend him. And he's like, I don't want you to put yourself in danger trying to protect me. Well, he apologizes but makes an excuse too. I'm like... Don't apologize and excuse yourself in one sentence. Like, sure. There's no point to that. That's literally so narcissistic that then, is that a word? It is a word. I don't think it's <laughs> a word that makes sense He's in that context. He's such a narcissist. Yes. That you, you apologize, but at the same time you blame her? Like, that's just so wrong. Either apologize and own it. Or don't apologize and be a douche. Yeah, there's don't no do both. There's no authentic apology that is followed by but. Yeah. Then it totally negates your apology. Absolutely. And I understand what he's saying, which is you made me look weak. He goes, you made me look like I can't defend myself. And I can almost understand the psychology there because I'm sure his whole life he was probably picked on. He felt like he was smaller. He felt like, oh, I can't defend myself against these bigger guys. And now here's a woman coming in. And literally defending me against Jovi. And so I get why he may, that may trigger him. Mm-hmm. But again, have a conversation about it. Use your words. Be an adult. And the way he handles everything is so wrong and so immature. Yeah, for sure. So Liz, rightfully so, gets upset, storms off. And the episode ends with her saying, this makes me feel like I don't want to be leaving here with him. Yeah. Let's we'll do let's see. let's do predictions since next episode is the recommitment ceremony. I think they all will stay together. Except 
Kalani and Osweilu. Well, of course. Kalani and Osweilu. They should bring Molly and Kelly back just to really make it <laughs> official and say no. But the only up in the air is Michael and Angela, and nothing has happened that's been like, yeah, you guys should get divorced. But they do the preview she's like, I brought these divorce well, papers. If they get a divorce, I'll be like, dude, you guys been good. Like, yeah, that's the best you guys have been. Yeah, and it's like we've seen them in very shitty places, and this was great. So if they get a divorce, I'll be like, why do you wait so long? This has been great. Like you went through so much shit. So I'm curious. Jovi and Yara has a kid. Like yeah. his issue is he goes to strip clubs. Oh well, it's shitty, but they don't have any like. Well, other- now he's no. Now he's texting his exes. That's true. independent of a strip club. True, true, true. Who did he have left? Oh, small Ed and Liz. We they know they live. They live in Arkansas together. Because, so yeah, unfortunately, but Liz girl. Oh, just go back and watch your first season. See how happy you were. <laughs> so full of life. See how full of life. So full of promise. You weren't swollen and tired. Like, just just look at it and be like, I. this is what Big Ed did to me. All right. So that's the episode. Those are our predictions. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to listen to more of our thoughts, you can on Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash MarriedThreeality and MarriedThreeality.Supercast.com. We're also on Instagram at MarriedThreeallyPod. So message us there. Check out the memes. It's all over there on Instagram. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's this hot. Yes, the freaking previews because we saw some juice. All right. Some juice for the last episode. And last but not least, if you guys haven't left a review, please do. Leave a review, screenshot it, send it to us on Instagram, be entered to win that baby foot. So that is that. I've said it all, Teresa. I've said it all. Too much. Um, With that, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.